guys, welcome back to Two Terrible Sports Analysts. I'm your host, Colin, with Ashton, as always. Hey, guys. All right, hopefully we got enough time for all these topics today, or hopefully we don't run out of time. Either one is perfect. But (laughs) we're going to start out with old Kyrie Irving and his performances after the suspension. All right, Kyrie. First game back, only 14 points, 5 of 12 from field goal percentage, 2 of 5 from three-point percentage. But he turned it around fast with his third game back, scoring 29, 11 of 16 from the field, and 5 of 8 from three-point. Then every game after, scoring at least in the 20s with the most recent performance, scoring 27 points, 10 of 17 from the field, 2 of 5 from three-point. So three of five. Three-point not the best there, but he did score 27. But I will say about Kyrie, he is back on track after his eight-game suspension. And um, he'll be fine for the Nets. I think they're going to start winning more games, obviously, with him in the lineup. But being Kyrie how he is, it doesn't take him long to get back in rhythm on the basketball court. He's just – that's the type of player he is. He's good at the game. So just he sees a few go in, he's good. So don't take him long. Initially, whenever we had this topic planned out, it was literally the one game back, so it would have been a whole different conversation that we'd be having right now. Right, right, but yeah. Like you said, he's had he's got a few underneath his belt since we took off last week due to Thanksgiving and all that other stuff. I was moving, so on and so forth. But uh yeah, he's definitely turned it around. He's back to where he was before the suspension. So, I mean, obviously it didn't hinder him, but it hindered him for one or two games, and then he's back to being his old kind yeah. of self on the floor. Yep, he's falling out. Uncle Drew in the back. That's right. They need to make an Uncle Drew, too, and we need to watch it together because we watched the first one together. That's right. In your bachelor party. Yeah, a long time ago. Well, four years ago. Go watch Uncle Drew. Yeah, it was a good movie. But I'm sure there I'm sure a movie company is will wait to see if any more controversy shows up before they decide to make a second one. Yeah, it'll be a while just to see how everything turns out with he learned his lesson or not but right now the Nets they're uh, number 6 in the East 13-11 they are 5.5 games behind the number 1 spot which is the Celtics right now Collins team I think they have the best record in the NBA the Celtics yeah they and sure do. Losses on the season, I think. What is so it? I think they only got four losses in the season. I may be wrong. Five now. Eighteen and five. Oh, they lost one more. My bad. Yep. And then the Bucks are second in the whole NBA with sixteen and six, and also second in the East. But I haven't seen that in a while. It's usually the West that has the top two teams. I know. But third is the Suns, which is first in the West. 
the, the East has been getting better the past few years. Well, I mean, since LeBron left, because everybody left the East to get away from LeBron. Then LeBron went to the West, and then yeah, yeah. <laughs> so everybody. So the East is getting better. So right now with the Lakers, they don't really got to deal with them because even though he's still putting up good points, his team still sucks. Right, because of Russ. I'm not getting into that right now. <laughs> different topic for a different day. <laughs> oh, they already know my feelings on Russ. You can burn. I mean, he had a 15-point game the other night. He's doing... Oh, wow. Uh, All-star making 15 points. He needs a... The former All-star. He's not a... He's not an All-star anymore. And a normal All-star and... A few years. Yeah, he needs to. They need to throw him a party for scoring fifteen points. What a comeback! That's right. <laughs> for a six man, that's honestly not bad. He was starting at the beginning of the season. I never said he was good. I'm just <laughs> trying to make you mad best I can. <laughs> he don't even deserve to be six man. He don't even need to be in the rotation. Ashton's better than Westbrook. Yeah, I am. At least I can make a jump shot. That's true. All right, before I make Ashton even more red. <laughs> two separate games, which just happened a couple of weeks ago. Two separate games. Both got their uh, storms. No, they're fields rated. Yeah, there we go. They're, oh, yeah, the fans stormed the field. That's what I was trying to say earlier. With South Carolina <laughs> and Vanderbilt getting fined for it, how do you feel about that? Um, well, South Carolina, I, I seen they had to pay one hundred thousand for its fan storm in the field after a sixty-three to thirty-eight win over the then fifth-ranked Tennessee team, and then Vanderbilt was fined twenty-five thousand for this being the school's third violation. Uh. I can go either way with this. I can understand the safety of the fans and the players and everybody if the fans stay in the stands where they belong. But also see the excitement if your school is doing good. You know, you want to run out there. But I'd save it for a actual game worth storming the field, like a championship or something. Not just a regular game winning a, over a ranked team. But I know professional sports do it all the time. Like the NBA, players, coaches, everybody storms the courts or the field. So it's different for a college team because the school wants to have more organization, I guess with their sports and stuff. So I understand their fines and everything, but I understand the excitement as well. So I can, like I said, I can go either way with it. Oh yeah. I'm the same way, but whenever the conference is the one finding the schools for it, that's a whole different ball game. It'd be different if like the universities were finding people personally doing it, but it's the school. Right. 
from the conference that they're in. Conference. From the same conference. From the, yeah, they're, they just have, so happen to be in the SEC. Yeah. Which the SEC is usually top of their game when it comes to football teams. Usually your top three or four teams yeah. finish are usually at least one or two of them is always in the SEC. Yeah. But with saying that, that probably means that they are the strictest conference when it comes down to how they want stuff done and everything else. But like you, I can understand both sides. I can understand that it's a safety risk to the people that are storming the fields and to the players that's on the fields because they get trampled the whole nine yards. But at the same time, right, you can only have so many security guards and cops to stop so many people. Right, they're going to get overran because there's more fans than there are security in those games. Exactly. So it's just like one of those things. It's not really the school's fault that they decided to, their student sections or whatever fans decided to rush the field. Like the schools can't control that to an extent because, like you said, there's, and like I said, there's only so many security guards and police officers. On site, it's not like you can right. stop thirty thousand people with even thirty people. Right. I mean, if you want to stop it, call in the national guard. Do them have them do security at football games from now on. Other than that, it's not going to get stopped. No matter how they don't, the fans don't care how much the school loses money; <laughs> they're still going to do it. Exactly, and that's stupid. That the team gets fined basically for it. Right, I mean, they can't can't find the fans. I mean, shoot, we can't, so they gotta find somebody. We can't even get people to agree on a day to day basis, let alone telling people that they won an upset game to not storm a field. Right, like you said, you just pretty much rely on the people to actually be civilized or not, which is never going to work out in anybody's favor. Right, are are sports fans civilized? No. And to an extent, yes, but whenever you get super excited and let your emotions run over, you can kiss all that goodbye. Right, and then not nothing. You mix alcohol with it. That too. <laughs> I mean, that's all I'm going to say. And all your controls go out the window at that point anyway, for the most part, and for most people. Right. And then your emotions just really overflow with your excitement and everything if your team wins. Exactly. And it's just one of those things, like I said, the school really shouldn't get fined for it, but the SEC is trying to keep their powerhouse name as a conference. Right. And that being Vanderbilt's third violation, so it's their third fine that the conference has gave them. And it's really not their fault. It's, they can't do anything to control it. So they're just going to keep getting fines more and more until, and I don't even know, they get suspended or something. I don't know how that would work. Yeah, because it's never going to go away. Because like I said, you'd have to control the student sections and everything else. Not just students, but, you know, right. everyday people too. Right, just all the fans in general, not just the students. I mean, you could control the students more than you can the everyday fans. 
which I still didn't want to do much because usually those games are packed filled with more students than what there are normal fans. Yeah. The students get discounts the whole nine yards. Right. And usually they're on the campus where they're playing at. Yeah, they're just already there, so they go over and watch the game. But moving on to the next one. Dwight Howard, no longer in the NBA, which threw me for a shock because I never thought the guy would go across these to play. Yeah, which he didn't really have a choice. Um, nobody would pick him up. Kind of like that Carmelo Anthony situation, which nobody picked him up this year either. But it's kind of sad to see because Dwight Howard, he's only 36, and he can still play, not at a high level like he used to, but he can still defend and play good. I mean, he can play good defense and still get you rebounds. And he can – you feed him down low, he'll still dunk it occasionally, or he'll at least lay it up, you know. He's not what he used to be, but he's still good. But nobody – just nobody would pick him up. Didn't he start the season with the Lakers? No, he ended the se- last season with the Lakers, but they didn't renew his contract, and nobody else offered him a contract. So I thought he played a couple games this year. Uh-uh, no. He should. I mean, they should have renewed his contract because Lakers need a good center. Still better than Russ. Yeah, Joy Howard's better than Russ. Which Joy Howard can play defense. Which – from the videos I've seen, he's been an absolute beast over in Taiwan. It's like he's a rookie in the NBA again. No, oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, he's in Taiwan is where he went to. I knew he's in Taiwan, but I didn't see him. Yeah, he's like dominating over there. Like I think he's averaging like thirty some points a game in Taiwan. Holy crap! Yeah, <laughs> as a center, but yet again, the height difference and everything else is a bigger difference. Yeah, that's what I was. Yeah, the, yeah, and then like we've said before, the uh, him being in the NBA for so long, it might be a professional league over there, but their professional leagues don't compare to the NBA. I think he was one of the last ones come straight out of high school, wasn't he? Yeah, because I believe he got drafted 2022, not 22. I'm sorry, 2002. Uh, I believe straight out of high school. The year yeah. before LeBron. I believe so. So yeah, I mean he's been in the league just pretty much as long as what LeBron has. And you know, right, and he come him coming out of high school gives him the advantage to play longer like LeBron has because they're younger at that point of how long they've been in the league. Yeah, but it was just one of those things. But like I said, over there he's averaging like he was in his prime in the NBA. Right. Oh, no, I'm sorry. He was the year after. I couldn't remember if he was the year before LeBron or the year saying, after. I thought, he was to the, I thought he was one of the last ones. I'm just – but yeah. I knew it was 02 or 04. I knew, I knew it wasn't the same year as LeBron. I knew it was 02 or 04. It, it, it was 2004, first round, first by the Magic. First overall. Was first yeah, he was first by the Magic in 2004. I couldn't remember if it was before LeBron or after LeBron. But, and it was one year or the other. Yeah, I knew it was one before and one after. Yeah. But it was uh, 2004. But either way, 
he still deserves to be in the NBA, but it, they do that to a lot of players. Um, Kamal Anthony, we have talked about. Uh, Jamal Crawford was one of them. JJ Redick was one. Especially older. Yeah, players. it's players that can still play. They just don't give them a chance. And yet, you still have players that are absolute garbage that are still in the league that could those players could replace just because they're older. They don't want. Them. Like, let's take Russ, for instance. Russ should be not playing in the league, but here he is coming off the bench for the Lakers whenever Carmelo Anthony – Yeah, whenever Carmelo Anthony could be that sixth man bringing better performance than Russ. Or when Howard could be doing it too. Right, exactly. Because we had both – well, the Lakers had both of those players last year, Joy Howard and – Carmelo Anthony at the end of the season, and they didn't pick up either one. But they—that's just like companies that bring in their new workers. Like when this person is already retired, he's like, "Yeah, we're just slowly forcing you out the door a little bit quicker." Yeah, and I hate to say, I mean, I know the NBA is a business, and it's up to the teams to offer the contract. But it still sucks to see for the players that you can still see potential in and that you grew up watching, and just because they're older, they don't get picked up. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, don't, I mean, I'm sure you remember back in the day, Dwight Howard was a beast for the Magic. What, he had a couple Eastern Conference runs? Yeah. I mean, he's, he was a dominant guy in the East. I mean, he gave he, he gave the Celtics a run for their money money a couple times. LeBron a run for his money. Mm-hmm. Just for him to no longer be in the league, just because of his age, which I understand he is the old time center that can't shoot. Yeah, he, he's not going to shoot three. He's not a stretch five by any means. He's not even going to back you down and post him to a fadeaway. He's going to – he's face up. Yeah, he's going to dunk on you or he's going to lay it up. Which, as we've discussed before, the league's turning away from that. So, I mean, to an extent, it makes makes sense for him not right. to be there because the guy's hands are so big. He's not – and that's another thing. He's uh, never hack a shack rule too because he couldn't shoot free throws either. Yeah. Right. He had a, I think he should a little better in Shaq. He had a career of like 62%, something weird like that. Yeah. Awful. But I understand him being the traditional center, but look at Carmelo Anthony. He can shoot threes. He can shoot mid-range, but yet just because he's – Yeah, but just because he's older, he's not on the league. Yeah, I mean, not near as – not near as versatile as what he used to be. And, no, and he's but, never been a good defender. But, but as mentioned before, a small forward has to be the most versatile person on the floor, though. Yeah. Because they are the person that can, should, would be able to play all positions in a pinch. Yeah. Right. And I mean, you look at LeBron, I mean, he you can. You wouldn't expect your six foot three point guard to go box out a seven three center and get rebounds all day long. You wouldn't expect that. But right. a small forward that's maybe five to four inches shorter than that center should be able to get a few more rebounds than what that point guard would be. And then he's a few yeah. inches taller than the average point guard. So, like I said, it just goes both ways. So, like yeah. I said, he's never been much on defense. He's mainly been a 
I, I wouldn't even say Offensive. really a good shooter. He's been yeah. a pretty much a good spot up shooter, but coverage wise, he's yeah, yeah a good he's catch and really shoot, much of a clutch in your face type of shooter. Right, he's more of a catch and shoot, but for the uh, Nuggets and, and like the Knicks, said, he done really, really good. The, he's not that versatile anymore, and he's in the most versatile position. So, unless he was to try to move down the shooting guard, yeah. which we've already discussed, but he can't shoot contested. Or, if, yeah. since he's older, go to power forward and be a big, but again, that would take more wear and tear on the body. So, it, it honestly yeah. makes sense why Carmelo Anthony's snubbed away he is now. Yeah, but then you have players like Russ that are still in the league. Like I said, if he was a small forward, he wouldn't be in the league. But he's a point guard, so that makes uh, – But he can barely dribble. That's true, too. He gets more turnovers for me than anybody I've ever seen in my life. That's true, but I'm not the Lakers making decisions. Yeah. I think there's something going on in that front office. Somebody needs fired. That's for sure. That's not the coach. No, it's not the coach. It's a little bit higher than the coach. Although the coach would be the one to get the blame first. Yep, but it's more on the GM. He makes all the trading decisions and refuses to trade rough. But Joy Howard should be in the NBA. That's that's it. All right, Zach Wilson mouthing the organization. Mouthing the Jets organization after being benched. <laughs> the kid had promised. Yeah, I've seen season. that. Huh? Had promised at the beginning of the season. He's garbage. He's been playing trash. Um, seeing that he he said he didn't. It was after that Patriots game. He went 9 for 22 passes for only 77 yards, including 4 of 11 for 17 yards in the second half. I don't know about you. That's pretty trash. As a, Didn't he have a couple of interceptions too? Yeah. I mean, that's so as a second. Completions to the other team than what you have to your own team. That's already saying something right. itself. <laughs> Right, and he's a second-year, second-overall pick. He should be playing better than that, and he needs to be a better leader because he said when they asked him if he thought if if he thought that he let the defense down because the defense was playing good. That's why it was, the game was as close as it was. Um, mm-hmm. He said no, he didn't let the defense down, which wasn't accepted very well by the fan base and got a lot of slack for that comment. So then he eventually did apologize for it, but him saying stuff like that, he needs to be a better leader as the quarterback. Yeah, he's the benched quarterback right now because he's playing like trash, but he is still the quarterback for that game. So he needs to take responsibility. He's like, yeah, I was trash. I need to do better. Instead of just... 
quarterback always has the most success, but it doesn't matter what league you're in. Right. Which I know quarterbacks him, are held to a higher standard, but that's literally one of the most important positions on the field. Right. And him to just ignore the fact that he's garbage is not good. He needs to accept it. Like, yeah, I was trash. I need to do better. I need to work on it. And that would be that would have been accepted a lot better than just like, no, I didn't let the defense down. I was I was playing good. I mean, he didn't say he was playing good, but basically that's what he was saying. He didn't let the defense down. He was, he, there was nothing wrong with his game play. When you go nine for 22, it's only 77 yards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Zach Wilson. Game. Yeah. Russ going 0 for 11. Yeah, that's a solid game, man. Good playing out there. Russ is an idiot. But uh, Zach Wilson. Quarterback, apparently. Yeah. He needs to do better with being a leader and accepting the fact that he's playing like trash. A good leader. Which I've noticed every single year, these quarterbacks coming up that are newer and newer. It seems like they want less responsibility the time they get in the NFL. Well, they're in the wrong position for that. That's true. You want less responsibility, go be a right tackle. Go be a safety or, or something. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're in the most looked-at position in the sport, and you don't want the responsibility of being a leader. More times than not, the quarterback is the leader of the team. Yep. So you need to go be a different position if you don't want the responsibility of being a leader of a team. Because that I think I'll go one step further from what I was saying. It's usually the first-round quarterbacks are usually the ones that are like that. Usually your second or third rounds are usually pretty level-headed and usually some of the best quarterbacks you wind up seeing in the league. Right. Usually the first round, I don't know if it's the hype of or the pressure of just them expected to be good because they're in the first round or what. Yeah, because more than likely they're going to be the starters for that team. Right. So I don't know if they just buckle under pressure. Because obviously to get drafted, however, all you have to be good in college. So these guys are good in college. Just when they get to the professional league, they just can't play anymore. Yeah. I mean, we had an instance of that with WVU. Pat White was the same way. Yep. He was a great player. Him and Steve Slayton together. He wasn't worth what he was printed on. Nope. No, sad to say, I love watching him. Him and Steve Slayton were awesome. Ben didn't help. He got knocked out literally by the Steelers on like his second game, but still. <laughs> yeah. Can't remember that. But it's common. Like I said, you get a first round quarterback. I understand that they're usually going to a crappy team, and then they're expected to be the starter and leader of that team. So I can understand the stress of it, but the team is still paying you millions to play for them. Right, and to bring them wins and to be the leader of their team. Like, I could go out there and do what Zach Wilson's doing for that amount of money. Oh, yeah, I could go out I there. and quarterback. Right, and but me and you, we played enough football to be able to throw a ball a little bit. I said, I'll be honest, I got about a 20-yard – I'm accurate as can be. 
but 20 yards mm-hmm. is pretty much my maximum throwing distance before it gets way out of whack, which I know that don't exist in the NFL. Right. So, I mean, to have that skill is a whole different demeanor, but to have the right hand on your shoulder to go with it makes the world of a difference. Well, and a lot of these young guys, it seems like they, all these young rookies are more and more irresponsible than they used to be. Oh, yeah, which I think that's – needless to say, I'm going to say this, but I think that's a generation thing too because these guys are starting to be I – mean, they're a little bit younger than us now. I mean, I'll just put it that way. Yeah. Most yeah, of we're old. I know. Right now, or just a little bit younger than you and me. Yeah. Which is usually when the generation gap starts being noticed. Right. Which doesn't help. But we was literally like one of the first ones in our generation. Yeah, yeah. Um, the most level-headed in our generation, apparently. And like I said, come to it, we still got 13-year-olds in our generation right now. I ain't part of it. We are. We're just on the head end of it. I'm not. I'm not. You are. Same here, buddy. (laughs) I don't associate myself with them. (sighs) Yeah, it's just... He needs to... Step it up, be a leader, be a man. Just basically put it that way, be a man, grow up. You're in the professional league now, you're not in college. That's right, there's nobody feeling sorry for you. Nope, they'll just get rid of you, they don't care. They're chomps to get your job. Yep, and in college, it's more forgiving to act like that. You'll still be the starting quarterback, but in the NFL, they don't put up with this. They will bench you and trade you. They don't care. Or cut you completely. They just want to win. They don't want you. They don't care how you feel. They just want to win games. Whether you're there or not, they're going to try the best to win games. And we understand it's the Jets, but still. <laughs> right. They, they're they not very successful, but they still want to try to win games. That's right. I don't think any teams go out there to try to lose. It's not fun. No, unless they're trying to tank for the draft. I don't care what these supportive parents say. Losing is not fun. No, it's not. In the NFL, you don't get a participation trophy. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Do we hit this last topic, or are we calling it good? Uh, we can hit it. Just all right. It's just a recap. One more topic. South Carolina versus Clemson recap. I know earlier on in this podcast we was talking about South Carolina getting fine for the filled with Tennessee incident. But right here is the rivalry game of the state. Which there was no storm fielding. Yep. Or I cannot get this term right. Field storming. There was no storming of the field. There we go. <laughs> At this game. And it was an SEC game for both teams. Well I guess it was for yep. the last team too. But that don't make a difference. How do you feel about the recap? It was a good game. It was pretty. It was a good game. It was a 31-30 game with South Carolina coming out on top, which honestly surprised me. Um, oh, it's never upset. 
Yeah, it was upset because now I don't know about them, but I know now South Carolina's ranked twenty and Clemson's ranked ten. But um and South Carolina's now eight and four and Clemson is now ten and two. So that was only Clemson's second loss of the season. Because we've talked about Clemson at the beginning of our podcast, not this podcast, but with our AP polls and stuff, that they're always a top tier team. So yeah, in the past few years. So then, I mean, this stands true even now with their only their second loss this season. So good game. I didn't watch it, but I did watch uh, highlights, and it was. I mean, you can just tell by the score it was a good game. I watched it, but obviously it was definitely televised down here. Yeah, yeah, very local down there. Very, yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's not very local up here. Yeah, it was I I watched the first two quarters just because it just so happened to be on while we went out to go eat. And it was at the oh. place where we was eating at. And I then like I said, I got up left whenever my meal was done. <laughs> and then right. I'd seen the final score afterwards. But, you know, the first first half was good. I thought it was good, and obviously it wound up being a nail-biter. Right. One point one point win. I'm not going to say it's rare in football, but you don't see it a lot. You mostly see, like, three-point difference, like a field goal. Yeah, but a one point to literally even a safety would win the game is a whole different yeah. game. Right. Which I guess it'd still be a one point victory for every team, but it's still one of those things. Like I said, like you said in the NBA, it's not really that big of a difference scoring wise. One point isn't that big of a difference when it comes down to a game right. in the NBA. That happens pretty often, but in football, like you said, it's always at least three or four points. That's the difference. Yeah. You know, it's a good yeah. game if you win by one in a football game. Oh, yeah. And a close one. Anything will hit three, in all honesty. Yeah. I mean, even a field goal, you know, like you said, three is at the good game. Close game. Yeah. Even if you win by three, that means if you played it out the very end and you just happen to have a kicker to make it from how many yards away. Right. But this one wasn't a case. South Carolina actually stopped them on uh, Clemson's final drive. Yeah. Because Clemson, I think, was almost in the red zone. So if they was almost within the 20-yard mark and – they stopped them. So they was definitely yeah. good range. Yeah. But they tried to run one more play to score and turned it over. Yeah, that's what happens. So, I mean, it could have been a ball game. Really. If Clemson would have played it smart and keep yeah. the field goal in that final play, it would have been the other way around. This really wouldn't even be a topic for debate, but it was another upset. Just poor – Decision-making in a late game, really. Yeah, which, I mean, the other team would have still had enough time to march down the field because there were still a couple minutes left. Yeah. But it's still – it was unlikely due to the rank difference. Right. But obviously they marched in a couple times or else the score would have been that close. Right. But usually yep. the ranked teams have more clutch abilities in them than what unranked teams do. 
Yeah. That's why they're ranked so high. But I think that's all the time. Well, and the topics we have for today. Yep. You got anything for them? Well, just, you know, our YouTube channel, Two Terrible Podcasts. So just subscribe there. And like I said on our gaming podcast, if you listen to it, if you don't, go listen to it. We do have merch now. It is under our Three Terrible Gamers name. So it is Three Terrible Gamers, no spaces. But we do have Two Terrible Sports Analysts merch in that shop as well. So just wear us around to support our podcast and share it around. If they ask you what it is, tell them, hey, it's this awesome sports podcast I listen to. You should check it out. So and we have not just clothes. We have backpacks, drawstring bags, phone cases, magnets, stickers, all kinds of stuff. All the fancy stuff for your day-to-day use. and design, Right. Uh, however you want to design yourself or fashion yourself, I should say. Right. right. And we got even like throw blankets and throw pillows, comforters, all kinds of stuff. Shower curtains, if you want to look at us in the shower, whatever. That's right. I do. I like seeing myself in the shower. Better too. I look good. <laughs> <laughs> but that's all I got. All right. Well, that's the case. Later, guys. See you guys next week.